This is Dallas from Narcotic Wasteland, and you are watching That Metal Interview Podcast. Victims of the Algorithm is the newest single and video for music video that is for the band Narcotic Wasteland and is led by Dallas Toller Wade. For those of you that are familiar with the death metal scene, uh, Dallas was a member of Nile, the death metal band Nile, since the 2000s. And, and he has now been out of Nile about maybe seven years or so I want to say 2015 or so but anyways uh, we're talking about narcotic wasteland so before we go on and continue let's check out this newest newest video and single of narcotic wasteland by the name of victims of the algorithm we'll be right back Thank <laughs> you. 
Is your face melted? That should have melted your face off right away. Music from Narcotic Wasteland. You guys can stream that song by the name of Victims of the Algorithm. Brand new, brand new video and single from Narcotic Wasteland, as we said. And we thank Dallas Toller Wade for his time. Thank you for making time on tour with Accept, uh, the legendary Accept with Wolf and uh, the guys from Accept. So, anyways, uh, thank you, Dallas, for making time. Uh, by the time you listen to his interview, um, Narcotic Wasteland is done with that tour. So, awesome for those people that saw him live. Man, what a combination. And we ask him about that combination. Is it good or bad to combine a death metal, thrash metal, whatever you might want to call narcotics music? and uh, jam so uh, we asked him about that we asked dallas about the combination of death metal and opening up for a hard rock or a heavy metal band like except so anyways let's go on with the interview with dallas toller wade of narcotic wasteland enjoy uh you guys are on tour with except as we speak right now uh, how's that going so far it's going really well uh that, those guys are super awesome uh Really, uh, you know, the crew and the band, they're, they were super awesome, and they put on a great show every night, and, you know, with, it's a chance for us to get out and play as well, so we've been, it's been really good, man. <laughs> I missed you guys, I'm in Texas, so I missed you guys, I couldn't go, maybe uh, next time, you know? Um, mm, yeah. Uh, I'm a fan of death metal, of course, and rock, metal, and all that. I mean, I'll be honest with you, uh, when I first saw the bill with you, the bill, you know, with accepting you guys, I thought of the different genres there, you know, death metal and and then except it's not death metal so how have the people reacted to this mix of uh, genres here oh well most of them you know it doesn't seem to really phase either way I mean most of them seem to enjoy the uh, entire show of course you're going to have a few people that want one or the other thing but at yeah. the end of the day it's it's all under you know metal and me personally I know a lot of people that like both bands you know yeah. as far as both both styles you know what I mean like yeah whatever that means i mean we're not i don't even really consider us a death metal band to be honest with you we're more on the thrashy punk side of things okay uh, my voice is one of the things that kind of makes it a little bit more on the death metal side of things yeah. but that's really about it yeah if you listen to what we do you know i mean don't get me wrong i, I love both styles too i like a, a death metal you know thrash uh heavy metal yeah. rock whatever it's, it's all badass to me so it's just a, a question, yeah. you know. The yeah. be, the best. Lance kind of reminds me of uh, back when uh, Nile opened up for King Diamond back in 2005. People were kind of like, "That's kind of weird," but it worked <laughs> because wow. you know all yeah, metalheads just in general just love all kinds of metal. So we're a pretty diverse crowd, I think. Overall, us metal guys, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, the best of times has passed. Is out now. A badass song, by the way. Uh, you released uh, "Morality and the Wasp." earlier this year uh, talk to us about these songs who wrote the lyrics the riffs uh, who did all that uh well both of them were written by yours truly here mr dallas toller wade and uh they uh, you know it was just uh wasp is really just my lashing out towards you know narcissistic selfish behavior and in, in general in society and in people and uh that's basically me just venting frustration about that and then the best times have passed it's a little bit more on the melancholic side and yeah. I don't know one day I was just kind of sitting down and thinking about my own mortality and thinking about how much time has passed and, and all that stuff and you know I decided to use this vessel to kind of get those things off my chest I don't honestly feel the best times have passed you know I but 
that particular day I felt that way, so I wrote the song. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, times change, and yeah, we did go through some strange times there with the with the pandemic, right? So you get to think of all these different things. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, totally. I, I think a lot of people can reflect and on that and, and kind of and kind of relate to it and, and feel that we all have those days where we're just like, "Fuck this," <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so that was kind of what that was about, and I'm really excited. We have a new uh, single that we're going to be release and it's already ready to go and it's gonna be like a full video like you're gonna see the band performing in it oh man uh, it's it's fast and and kind of and angsty as fuck like the just the ripping and stuff and yeah. so i'm really excited about the next single that's gonna release as well speaking of fast where, where'd you find this drummer this joseph guy he's just a beast <laughs> oh, oh well joe was recommended to us by another uh drummer friend uh and uh, we were just kind of looking for someone. We'd had a couple of uh, issues finding the right guy, or you know, at least long term, anyways. And you know, yeah. we've we've been jamming with Joe for over well over a year now, and it's just been great. I mean, he's very creative. He plays very solid. Um, he's actually uh, contributing some lyric stuff on the upcoming songs. So he's a, he's a great creative guy. He's got a lot of musical talent, and he's a team player as well. Yeah. So, yeah, you know a, what I mean? That's that's what it takes. <laughs> yeah, that's what it takes for teamwork, yeah. He also has his badass voice. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So yeah, you, he's, a, he, like I said, a talented guy. Yeah. So you mentioned a new song uh, dropping soon here, a video. Can we expect a new album maybe soon or uh, us fans? Yeah, we plan on putting out a full-length album uh, probably in the within the first half of 2023. Probably, uh, probably more like springtime 2023. That's my goal, but definitely no later than June. Wow. Just to give that extra buffer time. But yep. And then we'll probably release that. And I still have, because of the way things have been, like you mentioned earlier, like the past three years or so, uh, there's plenty of material. So we might release a full length and then put out some more singles. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) We have just been kind of sitting on an album for a minute now. And by, you know, and I didn't stop writing. So we wow. just, you know, got a lot of material to, to, um, to all we need to do now is when I get back off of this tour, that's basically what I'll be doing is finishing up the recording for the new album. So, yeah. So, uh, uh here's everything's a, written already. Here's a dumb question. Are you guys doing uh, the best of times or uh, wasp live or any of those songs? Absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. have to, you got to, right? Yeah. You got to present the new stuff too. You uh, mix it up with the old stuff and all that. So, oh yes, yeah, and you know most of the set list. There's going to be a couple of songs, or at least one song off the debut that we will always play. Yeah, but for the most part, yeah, it's going to be newer songs and stuff from Delirium Tremens. So, do you guys uh, mix it up, or or it's just like a a set set list? If that makes sense. Uh, we have a rough set list. Yeah, and sometimes we stick to it, and then sometimes I may add a song or maybe drop a song or you know what I mean depending on yeah. the situation like if we're running low on time but I, I try to keep it a little open wow. uh, we'll definitely maybe start with the same couple of songs but we may mix it up later on in the set depending on how I feel <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you gotta feel it out feel out the crowd and all that yeah I'm a musician too I play guitar here in uh, Texas uh, just you know uh, small town stuff you know bars and stuff nothing uh, big like you guys touring and all that but uh, I understand you gotta read the crowds and sometimes uh, let's not do this song let's try this song and yeah I get that yeah it's cool 
So, uh, speaking of this tour, were you a fan of Accept before this uh, tour, or or were you not a big fan of, of Accept? Uh, I, you know, honestly, I wasn't super familiar yeah. with uh, with some of the later stuff, but yeah, you know, uh, definitely when it when it came up, uh, I started checking out a lot of the newer stuff, and I think it's pretty badass. I think the last record is really great. Oh, yeah. That You Mean to Die record. I, yeah, I think that's really good. Mark. That's, yeah, yeah, I heard the news that Mark Mark is uh he's got a virus or something. He's uh canceling some gigs and stuff. Yeah, there actually is a little bit of uh, um uh, of a sickness going around. Some of us actually, I have probably a little bit of it too. It's like a little bit of a flu. It's yeah. not like anything crazy. It's not like COVID or anything. It's usually just you know sometimes you get the tour funk. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I you know they call it tour aids or whatever. But yeah. Uh, but everything's on schedule now, so. So, speaking of voices, uh, how did you first uh, know when you were a kid or, or whatever age, how did you find out you could sing like that or, or do that uh, death metal deal? Oh, well, it kind of happened naturally. I, You know, in my very first bands, we were, it was back in the 80s, and I was actually singing, but the only reason why is because I could never find a singer that was good enough in my area. So, because I really just wanted to play guitar. Yeah. And could never find anybody better than what I was doing at the time. And, you know, back then, you know, it was like, yeah, you know, we were actually yeah. singing and shit back then. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> after over the years into the, you know, late 80s into the 90s, the guitar playing got a little too complicated. And I just said, fuck it. And I kind of went and I was really getting into bands like Sodom and shit and, yeah. uh, you know, stuff like that, where it was like more aggressive sounding and let's and let the guitar and the music kind of keep the melody but this had this aggressive hateful sounding voice you know what i mean and yeah that's what kind of steered me into that plus you know it kind of freed me up on the guitar to do a little bit more complex guitar work yeah so wow. that's kind of how that happens but back in the day like my first band i used to cover like battle angels from sanctuary <laughs> <laughs> wow so i've been singing a long time too that kind of helps yeah, you got a badass voice too. It's awesome. I can't sing like that. I, I can't do that. I just do. Uh, I could probably do Headfield stuff and Mustang, but I can't. What you do is just badass. You know, I can't do that. Awesome. So uh, well, I tell you what, both of those that you mentioned are like a really good way to get started at it, especially yeah. singing and playing. Yeah. Yes, the two that you just mentioned is a good way to get into that. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. I just uh, I wish I could sing a uh, death metal. I guess that was my point. <laughs> <laughs> that voice better yeah so uh so how did you end up with nile uh, for people that don't know the story how, how did that end up happening well what happened was uh a a drummer that i jammed with in my hometown had uh, moved back to his hometown which was one state over south carolina and uh, it was a time it was like the mid 90s and you know in my town uh you know a lot of musicians had either moved on or they just weren't wanting to be musicians or, or whatever and you know that's that's fine i understand that but so i asked my buddy to uh, if they if he knew any bands in the area that that wanted a guitar player or something yeah and uh so two bands came up one band was dark moon or demonic christ or dark moon it was one of those two and then it was nile <clears throat> i went to the nile gig first or the nile rehearsal first and and it just kind of it just kind of worked and we just yeah. kept working at it and there we go and then we did uh we got lucky and got to do tours for you know nephron and all that stuff and yeah continue but 
but yeah, that was that was early on, and I believe that was around September of 1997. Wow. And and uh, yeah, and then you know I was with the band all the way up until the end of 2016. Yeah, and you already had a uh, narcotic since uh, 2010, I believe 2011. That's when we kind of started. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, uh, doing some of the early demos and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then the actual band uh, didn't really finally get together as a full band uh, until 2013 and then the first debut released 2014 and the first album was pretty much written since 2011 yeah but it took a long time to find a drummer and then uh, Mr. George Coleus uh, introduced me to a man named Eric Schultek and yeah did the album and there it is <laughs> yeah awesome stuff yeah so uh, uh, my question is uh, what's on your playlist uh, what do you listen to uh, besides uh rock metal or death metal is there another genre you listen to like pop or maybe uh country don't really get too much into the pop um i do listen to it's really all electric guitar driven that i listen to <laughs> yeah so, i uh, i really dig like anything from you know joe satriani stuff like that too you know awesome. so my playlist is pretty diverse wow badass Badass stuff right there, yeah. So, speaking of the name uh, Narcotic Wasteland, which is badass to me, who came up with that name? Thank you. And what's behind that name? Why that name? Well, it actually came from the very first song that I wrote for the band, or for the, you know, just the first song I wrote in this band, and it was called Widespread Narcotic Wasteland. And um, it was about a couple of, the song was about a couple of things that happened, like, there's a part in the song where it says stray bullets go through my son's bedroom wall wow well that actually happened that actually happened really um yeah and we <laughs> you know we didn't realize when we bought property in this neighborhood that that kind of stuff was going to be going on but a meth lab exploded in that same neighborhood wow. so that yeah, was well. kind of what some of that was about there and you then go. you know and then we were just like why don't we call the band narcotic wasteland and i was like yeah fuck it sounds <laughs> kind of punk i like it Hey! <laughs> wow, it's a badass name. When I first heard it, I was like, "Dang, Thanks. that's a very cool. It's uh, it's genius." <laughs> so, uh, thanks, man. Of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's next after this tour, Dallas? Uh, what's on your agenda? What's what's coming up next? For me, uh, getting the rest of this uh, album completed and the recording, you know what I mean. Everything recorded really nice and all that stuff. So that'll be the rest of my year, pretty much. I will just be in record mode and definitely already uh talking to the agent about 2023 as far as uh you know playing shows and doing some tours and stuff so that's what's on the agenda for now awesome can you give us a uh, guitar players a quick uh rig rundown if you can studio and live or just whichever you want absolutely i can give you both pretty quickly um in the studio i really like my marshall jcm 900 100 watt master volume yeah head and uh usually a boss super overdrive in the front or some kind of overdrive pedal in front of it and that's what i've been using that's what i used on the last album and uh, quite frankly any amp that i put up against it uh it, it just doesn't really work and uh for miking i have actually i've got a marshall cabinet that has vintage 30s in it and i have a sm57 pointed directly at the top right one because it was the best sounding one out of the four and then as far as the guitar as long as it has a seymour duncan jb in it yeah um i'm gonna track rhythms with that <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah you know then, then the rest is optional um 
And then for live, I pretty much have the same kind of thing, except I have uh, a three-channel head, the PV Triple X, which is just a decent sounding amp. It's a reliable, it's got three channels, so I can have um, my main rhythm channel, which is the yellow channel, and then I have uh, a little bit of a solo boost, which is the red channel. And uh, pedal, uh, MXR overdrive in the front with my Sure Wireless, and that's it. Oh, wow. I keep it real simple, man. That way, it's, you know, less likely for things to go wrong, number one. And number two, I just don't like a whole lot in my signal path. Yeah, it's simple, but it sounds badass. Yep, you got the formula there for a guitar player. Yeah, and, you know, I don't use a lot of the gain either. Like, the Triple X has a lot of gain, and my gain is, even though I have the pedal in front just to shape the pick attack a little bit, the gain is only on, like, three. Yeah. Wow. Wow, very cool. Uh, before we let you go, Dallas, um, would you like to send a message to your fans listening to this podcast? Oh, just, you know, thanks for any support that you have for Narcotic Wasteland, but also big thanks and, you know, for support in metal and rock and roll guitars and anything electric guitar. Thanks so much for the countless years of support. Awesome. Uh, well, congrats on the band, uh, Dallas. Uh, narcotic wasteland is sounding badass and i'm just i feel bad that i, I missed the show it here in texas but I'll, I'll catch you guys soon and uh it's been good chatting with you man appreciate that hey man thanks for everything dude look for narcotic wasteland official on instagram uh check them out on their social media support them uh buy the merchandise purchase their stuff live of course and a big shout out to dallas and thank you for for making time to talk to us here at That Metal Interview Podcast with your friend James, all the way from the state of Texas. And uh, be looking out for uh, Narcotics, Narcotic Wasteland's future plans with the band as far as touring and all that stuff. So, awesome. So, thank you guys for accompanying us one more time. And don't forget to share, subscribe, download, and uh, like, and this and that. Uh, and thank you for your support 100% all the way from the state of Texas. Thank you guys for supporting that metal interview podcast the only podcast that does and interviews artists uh hailing from death metal all the way to hard rock thrash heavy metal and all types of rock metal so my pleasure to do that and it's my passion so thank you guys for accompanying me on this journey into the rock metal world thank you dallas and thank you to all the fanatics of that metal interview podcast thank you guys and don't forget to keep it metal (laughs) 